struggle was real. Yeah, exactly. The struggle was real. Yeah. Um, thank you all the for being. The struggle is real, but so is God. Yeah, I love it. The struggle <laughs> is real. No, no, no. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> what is that? So was it a certain thing in your life or I guess um, an event or a trauma that you went through that brought on this feeling of depression? Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I've dealt with depression at different points of my life. And each time it is like some sort of event that's triggering it. So it's like the event will make me sad, which you know is normal. When it gets to the point that it's impeding with daily life, like your daily functioning, that's when it's like starting to turn more clinical. So the first time I experienced depression was when my maternal grandparents died three months apart. Um, mm. And so like I was going through a lot of sadness then. I think another time was when I was in college, kind of struggling with my singleness. And then um, this last time I was um, moving out here not knowing if or when I was going to get licensed as a counselor and not liking my job. And I mean, it was getting to the point that like, like I was saying, I was late for work every day. Didn't mm. want to get up. Like I just had no energy. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And um, like you said, I feel it's normal to be sad. You know, um, it's normal to, go through life and have days where you're just not in the mood and maybe something has happened and it's caused you to feel sad you know that's life and it's natural you know that's how we identify our emotions but I believe what you said is so true and important when it gets to the point where it's stopping us and it becomes free a frequent emotion and I guess even starts to play in your mind you start to think of other things that you shouldn't really be thinking of dark places a lot of people have been through suicide, I mean, depression and thought of suicide, you know, I've just thought that they've just had enough of life because, so what I'm saying is that it's an intense feeling. It's more than just sadness, you know, it's right. more than just a person feeling upset. You know, it, it's a lack of motivation. It doesn't, it causes you to not want to get up and go, you know? So yeah. Um, and, and you did mention that there was an episode with your grandparents, you know, and sorry to hear about your loss, you know, do you feel that not dealing with it or not even having enough time to deal with or grieving with that mm -hmm. situation properly and in the right way? Because I feel like that also could play a part to, to you know, becoming depressed, not grieving the right way. Some people say, you know, oh, yeah, things will get better, which I believe they do, but there is still a grieving process that I believe that when loss occurs, we still need to go through that grieving process properly. Do you see what I mean? Before we yeah. end up in a depression. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I totally um, understand and get what you're saying. Um, how long has it been or how long have you been feeling or did you feel this way for? Is it something that's depressed? Back? Yeah. Um... So I moved out here almost four years ago. So, I mean, it was about three years, I would say, that I was kind of feeling that way until mm -hmm. I um, started medication. It kind of helped me to, um, it kind of helped to pull me out of that. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I just want to um, read this comment that um, Chuck says, and he's saying, hi, I just wanted to say that I can relate to Jessica. I work in substance misuse and mental health. We do hear a lot of obsessing stories and it can affect you. Well done. Mm -hmm. So yes, this is, I mean, I believe a lot of us can relate to this. Um, yeah. So Jessica, you said that you were going through or feeling like this for three years. That's a long time, Jessica. You're very strong, you know. That's a long time to be feeling like that. Do you understand? To be yeah. feeling, yeah, it's a long time to endure. Um, and now you said that, you know, you started taking medication. How was that decision or transition? Because that can also be stigmatized as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe I was talking to you and I was saying that, you know, I feel like when it comes to medication, I think it's a blessing. You will not see a person that is is a diet, you know, di diabetic, and tell them to stop taking their medication. Right. And, you know, you, you. I believe that medication is a blessing from God. You know, especially when you find the right type of medication, because right. yeah, medication um, for some people doesn't work well, and for some people. So I thought until we get to a place where we do not need to use it, then I do advise people to use it. If I have a headache, I'm going to take a paracetamol. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because I need to feel better. Do you understand? So I think it's a blessing. So how was that um, decision-making and the transition from throughout the three years of not being on medication and then making that decision? How was that um, for you? So it was definitely a struggle at first. Um... I was seeing a counselor, but we weren't being able to see each other consistently. And then I got a new job and my schedule changed. Her schedule was changing and we weren't going to be able to meet. And so, you know, I was letting her know, like, I think I need to terminate services and find somebody I can meet with more consistently. Yeah. And she was like, have you considered um, light therapy, which is... Um, like it's like an actual light that you just kind of let shine on you to help you because like the daylight can help us to feel okay. depressed. Like sunlight. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, or medication. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll look into it. I didn't. And I was trying to find another counselor <laughs> and, and I think it was like then the holidays were coming up and there was just a lot kind of going on. So, um, I didn't really find anybody and then I found somebody and I didn't like her. And then I forget when I had told my husband, like, um, yeah, the first counselor thought maybe I should try medication. And he's like, yeah, like, I think you should try it. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like mm. I should at least try counseling consistently first. Mm. Cause that's kind of like what we talk about in school, like, okay. If you're doing counseling consistently for a while and it's still not working, you might need to get some medication to help jumpstart you. And I'm mm. like, well, let me give myself that chance first. But I mean, it was still, I mean, it was getting pretty bad because, um, like, I was still, I didn't make plans to want to take my life, but I was feeling like death is the only way out of this feeling. And I would like, play these sad songs on repeat um just feeling like I wanted to die and my husband's like you know like you need to do this like you need to make an appointment with somebody and so then I was started looking on um this website called psychology today and I was actually looking for like a Christian psychiatrist because I wanted somebody that I'd be able to trust 
and then I found somebody, met with him, he was cool, and then started me off, and uh, once it, like, started kicking in, I pretty much saw, like, my personality starting to come back. Come back. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I just want to read a comment from Worship of Gladys. She says, some people don't believe in meds, though. I suffered anxiety for years and I had to take natural meds and it worked tremendously. See what I mean? Um, yeah. Because, um, Jessica, did you feel so, you know, when you were discussing with your husband and God bless your husband, you know, for being that support system to you and for you, because I believe that even when we go through these things, uh, you know, feel challenges in life, just these type of things, I believe our support system is very important. People that we keep yeah. around us. Do you see what I mean? Because you can imagine, you didn't really want to go down that route because yeah, right. you're probably thinking, there must be another way, you know. Yeah. I don't want to be taking meds because, like I said, it's often stigmatised. Yeah. But the reality of the matter is that when we have a problem, like I said, if I have a headache, I'm going to go and take a paracetamol. I'm going to take yeah. something to relieve that pain. Yeah, so I'm I'm very grateful, um, and and God bless your husband for being that person to stand by you and 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 guide you and tell you yes, this is the way to go. You could have been yeah. around someone else, and they could have been like, "What? You're gonna take meds? What do you mean you're gonna take right. meds? Do you know what I mean?" And then yeah. those thoughts in your mind, like you said, you didn't feel like there was a way out. God forbid, it could have gone down a very uh, the the outcome could have been very very awful. Do you yeah. see what I mean? So it's a good thing that you, um, you know, took this up. And I feel that these kind of conversations, um, especially as Christians as well, these are the type of conversations that we need to be having with people. Was there anybody, and, and, and this is what I'm saying, because was there anybody around you at the time, maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, a brother or sister that you, that you spoke to about this or a pastor or a leader in the church or somebody and and how was your experience with that? If you did, you know, share that share this with them. What did they say? Um, the people that I have shared it with, um, they were all very supportive and maybe just asked a few questions like, okay, which medication is gonna be or what's the dosage, things like that. Um, but I wouldn't say I got any pushback or any negative comments or anything like that. Mm, which is very beautiful to hear because I feel like yeah. that's the way that we um, should uh, uh, embrace our brothers and sisters, especially when we're speaking about such topics because you could go to a, a, a church or a, I don't know, a community where there are Christians and sometimes it can be often, oh no, what do you mean you're depressed? No, no, All let's right. don't take the medication. But we need to be having realistic conversations, you know, and treating it just as though you're going to treat somebody who has, I don't know, a, a, a cancer, who has diabetes, who has any other, you know, health thing, health, something that could harm them. This is right. how I feel like we need to be addressing it. Um, so, yes. Um, so Israel Garrett says, finding the right counsellor is definitely a key element in the healing process. Yes, because I noticed that you did say that you do, you wasn't really feeling the first counsellor that you mm -hmm. spoke to. And I believe that that's what we call discernment. Do you understand? When you mm -hmm. sit down with someone and you're thinking, hmm, are you sure you can, <laughs> you can really help me with what I need help with? Do you right. understand? So whatever you feel comfortable with. I mm -hmm. believe is what also helped you finding the right people around you. I believe that's what also helped you overcome. So how do you get by day to day? Um, 
when it comes to this? Because I noticed that you did say you feel like you're coming back to yourself, mm -hmm. which is awesome. When did this start? Like, when did you feel like, oh my gosh, I believe I'm Jessica again? Mm -hmm. When was that moment? So it was actually during the beginning of the pandemic, because that's when all of this was kind of going on. And I mm. had unjustly got fired from my job um, and was just dealing with all of this um, and a lot of just like personal stuff going on. And then I was starting to take the medication. And I mm. was kind of like chilling at home because that's all we were able to do. Mm. And I remember I was, I was hanging out with um, this girl. She's like a little sister to me. And I forget what we were watching. It was probably like a Disney movie or something like that. And I was mm -hmm. just cracking up. And she's like, okay. this this uh, quarantine is getting to you. And I'm like, no, like, this is me. And it was like, mm -hmm. I almost forgot. I was like, oh, like, I am very, like, silly and random. Mm -hmm. but she, has, she has not seen that side of me because I was pretty much depressed like the whole time I was out here. And I actually remember my pastor had told me like, like uh, my pastor out here, he was like, I can sense this heaviness on you. And he was like, I don't know. He's like, that's just like how you are. Like Jessica just has this heaviness. And then when I heard that, it was mm -hmm. kind of sad because I know that's not like how I've always been. But I would say, yeah, during the quarantine, things definitely started to pick up. Yeah, which is, I believe for some people that could even be the opposite because a lot of people would say that when quarantine started, they became depressed. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's a big, 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 big blessing. Okay, God bless you, Bree Spat. Thank you ever so much for joining us. Bree Spat says, there was a season when I had to rely on the help of meds, but it was short term. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it, but it was a last resort. I also wanted meds that were as natural as possible. Yeah, and I feel like for a lot of us, it, you would want it to be the last resort. Like Jessica said, right, yeah. you know, she was going through it for three years, you know, before she started taking any type of medication. So I do believe it would have to really be the last resort. Do you understand? If I'm going through something physically in my body or in my mind, and I feel like this thing is negative, and after three years, things are not changing, you've got to go a bit deeper, right? right <laughs> you've got to find yeah. a different solution at this mm -hmm. point. So yeah, absolutely. I think it would be a sh um, the last resort for a lot mm -hmm. of us. I absolutely yeah. do. Yeah.